When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. Warrior Goal, Auburn fans. Welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion. Part of the E2C Network. I'm AJ Richardson, and I'm also here with Ben King to preview the LSU Bengal Tiger football team the smackdown the real tiger auburn tiger football game smackdown jordan hair get ready i'll see what it's gonna be like just a couple years ago it's gonna be like this (laughs) get ready (laughs) the energy i feel it yeah we're gonna we're gonna come out swinging and that team that made miami look like a joke is gonna look like a joke on our field it's gonna be great and I hope Auburn doesn't look like a joke in the second half like they did against LSU last season. Shut up. I'm not shutting up because nope. I want us to remember that was, it. That I was last us, year. Hey. I want it to be watch, burned into Watch our the press conferences and, and every single one of the coaches got asked about last year and they all said that was last year's team. But I'm a, I'm a fan. That was last I'm year's a, team. I'm not a coach. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad we're playing them again and in Jordan here. We're going to play them. Uh, in the CBS 2:30 game, uh, LSU's two and zero beat Miami, and then some other directional school from Louisiana, uh, pretty handily. Uh, this is a little shocking to me. Auburn's a ten point favorite. Um, sure, LSU they they showed themselves pretty well uh, against Miami, dominating them. I'm still kind of amazed, but I understand. Like, look at that respect. Got advantage. I guess it is respect. Nation uh, showing us respect about time it's about yes it is i was i was looking at the power rankings and Mm -hmm. someone on espn thinks that we're number two and i tip my hat to you sir and overall yeah overall power nationwide yeah wow it's alabama auburn clemson georgia that's pretty amazing i mean i know we've gotten in the a people already i think three maybe four votes for number three in the nation yeah there's there's people out there believing and uh I if we continue to keep proving them, I mean we're we're gonna make it into uh, and keep winning these games. We can make it easily into the top four in the next few weeks. Oh yeah, I agree. Uh, one of the weird things that uh, that was kind of pointed out, and I, I'm still shocked about this, considering this is a top fifteen matchup, number seven versus a number eleven team, and yet SEC Network and their crew is going to Bama versus Ole Miss. Really? Like, Ole Miss isn't ranked. They're, they suck this year. Well, it's because CBS got this game. I guess so. CBS wanted this game. They get, like, first pick. SEC Network is, like, the the bottom feeders. I'm I'm still – it's just weird. I, I, I guess, like, I just think of them as, like, a college game day kind of feel. Like, you get your pick, and then, like, they bring the, the gear over. They do their show in the morning. Yeah. And – 
They wanted yeah. to go and enjoy the uh, the tailgating because it's at Ole I Miss, mean, right? It is at Ole Miss. Yeah, so they're going they're going strictly for the tailgating. They I mean, don't care about the land sharks. Those chandeliers and those tents are pretty impressive. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I mean, baby sharks are going to get obliterated. Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark. <laughs> it's going to be like uh, like Chinese fishermen just cutting the uh, the fins off and throwing them back in the water. Yeah. <laughs> All that for some soup. But uh, they will eat the soup at the tailgate. So good for them. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about LSU and kind of give you a, an idea of what what kind of team they are, uh, because really, I mean, they they proved themselves very well against Miami. But also, you got to keep in mind was Miami overhyped, and I'd almost every single person I've heard say absolutely. Oh yeah, they were. L- they, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that LSU was a better team. Now, are they number 11 team in the nation, jumping from 25 the week previous? I don't know if that jump was warranted. I still would like, I mean, we'll get to see a good SEC matchup between Auburn and LSU. Uh, Both teams are going to play defense extremely well. They're going to play big. Uh, I mean, both defenses right now for rush rushing have only allowed 74 yards per game. Uh, Mm. That's that's good. Um, both teams, you got to establish the run game. I mean, I think that's going to be a key for Auburn early and often is get the run game going against them. Uh, and then open up the, I mean, that opens up the pass game and we, we shoot, we showed against Washington. We can pass and we, if we needed to, we can pretty much pass for almost the whole game. Well, honestly, you know, we were talking when we, uh, pre when we reviewed the ASU game about how deep we went as far as, the running backs go we didn't pass hardly at all we have more depth at wide receiver than we do at running back mm-hmm. and honestly and this is something that i was and i know you guys had some uh some crazy people around you at the washington game <laughs> but this year i know we're we're a run first team historically this year we can be pass first because we just have so many options you don't have to like pass 20 yards ahead you can do little dips at this point mm-hmm. there's so much talent at wide receiver the running game is important to open up the pass but the pass will also open up the run yeah and we might end up seeing that against lsu if they start shutting us down i don't think chip Lindsay and gus Malzahn are dumb enough to keep running the ball out the middle until it finally works they're gonna change it up they're gonna pass the ball they're gonna throw some trickeration in there uh, to get this offense going. Uh, I mean, considering the very first game, we did run a little bit more. We ran against Washington 45 times and uh, compare that to the passing for Washington where we passed the ball 36 times. So we're still definitely the more heavy run run side, but this may be a game where we, we say, you know what? We've got Jarrett Stidham, trust him. He's, he's got great wide receivers that will make plays on balls. This could be the game that we, we make that, that switch over to something that, that may be more of a pass-heavy uh, offense. I hope so. That's what I'm looking at. Uh, another thing to note about LSU is their offense seems to be pretty off and on. Uh, in the second half, and this was against an FCS, Southeastern Louisiana, LSU on offense only managed – 
78 yards in the second half. 78. I, I'm amazed. Only 78 yards against an FCS team. I don't know if that's they just put took, took their foot off the pedal or what, but still, that's really bad. Uh, you need to be putting up – I mean, it's FCS. Come on, LSU. <laughs> uh, I mean, even in the second half over both of the games against uh, that LSU has played, they've only combined 13 points in the second half. That may be our – even if we're it's a tight game, I want to see second half coming out strong and scoring points because I think, at least so far, LSU hasn't been able to do much in the second half. Uh, a couple key players for LSU, Joe Burrows, um, or sorry, just Jer- Joe Burrow, not plural, uh, is their quarterback. Uh, he's a little <laughs> under 50% uh, for passing. Uh, he's got a t- couple TDs, and uh, most of what he's been doing is uh, seemed to be more like a game manager. He's not doing anything too crazy, uh, playing within the system, uh, handing it off a bunch to their main running back, Nick Brousset. Uh, there's a lot of uh, good things about their quarterback that we need to keep an eye on. Um, he's a smart guy. He he knows how to make a bad play when he goes up to the scrimmage, line of scrimmage. He can uh, change the play. Uh, he's kind of like he's got that freedom like Jarrett does. Um, so if he needs to, he calls into a different play. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And that makes it really tough on the defense because if a quarterback's smart uh they're able to see what the defense has given them and then change that up uh and then adjust get some positive yards out of it and that's where it becomes almost like a mind game of uh does the quarterback actually see what the defense is giving it or what um that's that's something to keep an eye on for wide receivers uh jamar chase uh and justin jefferson uh keep an eye on both of them they seem to be uh, a little bit more of their their heavy passing uh, receivers. Uh, they still haven't had a guy um, that they really like to go to. They still like to disperse the ball a good bit. Um, kind of like Auburn, we haven't like established this is the the go to guy. Um, I mean, you could probably argue Ryan Davis, but for the most part, we disperse the ball pretty widely. Uh, keep an eye on their running back. Like I said. Uh, he's he's really really good, um, and, and LSU is very known for. It. I mean, think about Leonard Fournette last uh, however many years he was there. Nope, <laughs> you don't want to remember him. him. Uh, that's the kind of running backs that that LSU is able to produce, and he's definitely proven uh, proven these past two games that he can be that running back. Uh, there is another, and I, it caught me. Off guard, like I mentioned, Leonard Fournette, he played for LSU before this season. But on this year's team, there's a Lanard Fournette. That sounds no different. I know, but it's spelled a little different. It's not <laughs> L-E-O, it's L-A-N-A-R-D. So I'm, I don't know. He's only got one reception and he's a running back. But I still think it's kind of interesting. They have another Leonard or Lanard Fournette on their team. Uh, LSU's defense is going to play extremely well. Uh, they're, again, known for a very good, tough defense. Uh, they played extremely well against Miami. They caused two interceptions. Uh, Stidham, this game, is really going to have to be on his game uh, to make sure that he places balls where only his guys can get to it. 
Uh, LSU's team, I mean, they, they started in the Miami game to look like uh, what we used to see out of LSU and their defensive backs, that they were just going straight after the ball. Uh, all right. Any other thoughts about LSU before we go to our picks uh, for players to watch for Auburn in this upcoming game? Yeah, I think, like we were saying earlier, Miami's probably a little overrated. Uh, they didn't look great against FCS team, even though they did shut them out. The defense is legit. At the same time, our defense is also legit, and our offense is unlike anything they've faced yet. So I know that uh, they're going to be bringing you know, their all. Uh, this is the turning point of their season. I mean, like we had last year, I mean, LSU was our turning point. Uh, I mean, people have argued without the LSU game last season, I don't think we would have gone as far as we did. Maybe not. Um, so uh, let's pay it back for them. Hey, to, but I hope to not see them in the playoffs. I mean, that's yeah, like... we won't. Uh, let's talk about our picks. Uh, and this has been this is a new new segment that Kyle and I started, and uh, I think it works very well. To, I like to it. kind of pick out the game, uh, the players in the next game that are going to uh, that you're going to be watching. Um, we're going to pick some uh, players on offense and players on defense, and uh, we'll we'll just keep an eye on these guys over the next game. Uh, for running backs, uh, who do you who do you, who's going to be your guy this game to keep an eye on uh, during the LSU game? I've got Booby starting the game and going over 100 yards with a touchdown. You've only got one Booby. Yes. Okay. The Booby. <laughs> the Booby Whitlow. And uh, for wide receivers, uh, who who you kind of keep an eye out for um, this upcoming game? I mean, is it cliche to say Ryan Davis? I'm just I expecting so. him to uh, to carry the team like he has. I feel like he's on such a uh, a same note with Jarrett that it's really look for Ryan and then look for everyone else. And I know we spread the ball around a lot, so it it isn't that way on paper. But just looking at at the progressions that Jarrett throws, Ryan Davis is a sure-handed player, so yeah, I think he'll carry the team again. Yeah, and we're gonna need a, a sure-handed guy, uh, especially if what we're kind of thinking with this may be the the point if our run game just gets stalled by LSU's tough defense that we go to our pass game, and we need a, a guy like Ryan Davis in the open field to be a little shifty. Uh, a couple other guys that are that we know have been shifty, and I, I'm going to keep my eye out on uh, for wide receiver. Will Hastings and Eli Stove, they're both coming back off of ACL injuries. That happened in the spring. Both of them came back even earlier than expected. Uh, they, it's been a good thing to see them come back so early. I'm still shocked how quick they, they made their recovery and got cleared by doctors to go play. Yeah, that's uh, incredible. Will, it should have been middle of the season. Yeah, I mean, it should have been like fourth, fifth, sixth game in the season, and come out even the second game. That's that's amazing. That's a that's a lot of determination from some young guys like Hastings and Stove to be ready and put in the hard work that needs to get done in uh, physical therapy and get the them back into shape where they can go play on a football field. Uh, both of them have have guys ahead of them in the depth chart, um, but that doesn't mean they're not going to play. Um, I mean, Ryan Davis is in front of Eli Stove, but we know Eli Stove with his speed sweep ability will probably still play a key role in that. Uh, we may even see Anthony Schwartz play a little bit. I'd love and, to see that. 
in in a big game like LSU. He's got the speed, and I think he's got the toughness to uh, do very well. Uh, for offensive line, uh, who do you have uh, that you're going to be watching for this next game? Uh, I see you have two, and just like Kyle, I'm going to pick one of them. Uh, Caleb Kim. Okay. I think there's a battle up front, and uh, he's going to win it. That's all I'm saying. He's, well, he, he's <laughs> the guy that ended up winning it at the beginning of the season. Now, regardless, Nick Brahms was hurt and uh, still on the recovery phase. Uh, he's He's got some good experience. Uh, I, I like Nick Brahms. Um, he seemed to be getting some really good push this past game. Keep an eye on him, especially when we want to establish the run game. He's going to be the guy orchestrating the the offense uh, yeah. from the offensive line perspective. Either way, at center, it's been pretty seamless all season. So both guys have done very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, you didn't really notice a, a fall, like a drop off in the ASU game. I didn't well, think it was also from, ASU. From, yeah. Uh, the real test is coming up against LSU with their very tough defense. Yep. Uh, on defense, uh, we're going to do defensive backs. Who are you going to be looking out for for defenders? I'm looking at Daniel Thomas, you know, coming after a game where he had two big interceptions, one for a pick six. I I think he can be the game changer we need, and uh, maybe he's the game changer we deserve. Mm. Mm. <laughs> he, he could be. <laughs> And I think even from his freshman year, Daniel Thomas did a fantastic job, even at a huge game in the Iron Bowl, batting a ball away uh, in a key situation. I think Alabama, if they had gotten that catch, would have gotten a first down and kept driving down the field. And uh, that that's the kind of thing that I, as a even now a sophomore, he's very impressive, very smart guy, instinctive, uh, and can break on a ball. Uh, very, very quickly. Uh, I'm going to be watching out uh, Jamie and Sherwood. Uh, he had an interception from ASU uh, this past game. I, I want to see him play a little bit more. Um, you haven't really heard too much about him until this game. He played uh, and just read the, the quarterback on this deep pass, uh, came over, intercepted the ball, um, kept his feet in bounds. Uh, really great uh, read on the ball. And, uh, for front seven, who are you going to be watching out on defense? Uh, Dontavious Russell. Mm. I just love the fact that he's the always man. in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had like almost three tackles for losses. One of them was a sack. Uh, the, the man just puts pressure on people. And I think that's kind of one of the keys to victory against LSU is just keep the quarterback offset kind of the same way that we did within Washington. And, you know, front seven... They were the game changer in that game. I think they'll do the same here. And then uh, and Thomas can pick off some passes. Yeah. And I'm going to go with uh, Tyrone Truesdale. Uh, he he had such a good game against Alabama State. Um, I I want to see him play a little bit more. Um, see if he, he gets some, some good tackles, gets into the backfield um, like he did uh, in the past where he got a, a, his very – I think it – I don't know if it was his very first, but I think it was his very first tackle for loss. Um, he's he's going to be a, an extra kind of uh, guy to rotate in, probably second stringer. But, hey, get him in there uh, when the other guys are getting tired and uh, put, put some pressure on the quarterback uh, and stop that run game. Because if we stop their run game, 
I'm not nearly as scared of their pass game. Uh, they just don't seem to have a, as nearly of a good of a pass game. That's vastly improved from years previous with an LSU team where it's, it feels like they're running 80, 90% of the time, but this LSU team is still very run heavy and they're not as developed on their passing game. Kind of like Auburn was last year, more of a transitioning year to a more of a passing game. Uh, so front line, very, very crucial in this game. Uh, ben, uh, what's your prediction for this game on how many points Auburn is going to win? Well, uh, preseason, I said 10, I'm going to stick with it. And, uh, it looks like the experts agree with me. Nice. Uh, and do you have up what I had, uh, us winning by, uh, you were 14. I still feel like 14 is probably about right. I like it. I think we're, we're going to put up a lot of points and our, if we get our pass game going against them, I have some good faith that we'll, we'll, and not throw interceptions. I, I think we'll be able to do well. Yeah. I'm not relying solely on our run game. This just how knowing how good LSU's run D is. But if we start passing the ball, and even like we had last game, I mean, have it a pick six or uh, some sort of turnover on special teams uh, that goes our way, it could be a very positive thing, and uh, be able to go up a couple touchdowns on LSU and win it. Uh, any other final thoughts before we go? Uh, War Eagle and not go Tigers this weekend. May they go back to Cajunville. And then go cry and leave the home. <laughs> Bring me some gumbo. Auburn Tigers. A sad and losing Tigers. Leave that not Auburn Tigers, but those stupid Bengal Tigers. Get out of here. Just get out. Don't bring your stupid voodoo stuff over to Auburn. It's not happening. No, nope, it stays in NOLA. Nope. And I mean, bring your food because I'll eat. I'll eat some of your food. I know, right? That's it's, what I'm saying. It's delicious. Hey, bring some corn dogs. I'll eat some corn dogs. I had mm. a corn dog the other day. It smelled like LSU. Mm. I did not enjoy it. I'm gonna go back to my regular tradition and eat a LSU corn dog the day before the football game. Do it. Seems to work pretty good for me so far. Why didn't you do it, it last year? I did do it last year. Then don't it do it again. <sighs> <sighs> but I've done it so many times before and it worked. I don't know what to do. I'll probably still eat it because I always crave some good. You got to dunk it in some hot sauce so it looks orange. Ooh, ooh, doing that. I'm doing it. There you go. There we go. Problem solved, everyone. Uh, Before we go, uh, Ben, do you want to give them your social media so I can get in contact with you? Yeah. You guys can look me up anywhere on social media at B E N K 1 and G. And also follow me at Captain Plainsman, where uh, I'm going to have some fun stuff this weekend. Nice. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter as well at A-J-A-Y, J-A-Y underscore. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle. War Eagle, beat Baton Rouge people. Bye. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?